0: Life Audio. Hello and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We are going through the one-year Chronological Bible, and we have links for that in our show notes and also
1: at our website. And if you're on Facebook, make sure you check out our community group. Just look for a daily Bible podcast and community groups. We would love to have you there.
0: We would. Okay, so today we are reading Hebrews 8, Hebrews 9, and Hebrews 10. And of course, yesterday we talked about how Jesus is the better. We basically made that. Well, we read that in the, te- in the text, in the biblical text. He's the better. We didn't come up with that. We didn't coin that phrase. It's. Uh, the it's in, there. Hebrews, it's in there. the writer of Hebrews coined that phrase. So we know that Jesus is the better high priest and he's the perfect mediator. He's not the better mediator. He is the perfect mm-hmm. mediator. He mediates for us a far better covenant with God. And it's based on better promises. In Jeremiah 31, the new covenant was foretold. And this one was for everyone from the least to the greatest and this new covenant will not have limitations. Mainly mainly the old covenant it it couldn't change hearts. It just couldn't. But through Jesus, the new covenant can change hearts and the author even reminds us of the old rules of worship. You remember, we spent many, many, many days camped out in (laughs) Leviticus learning about the tabernacle, the holy place, the most holy place, the gold incense altar, the Ark of the Covenant, the place of atonement. Well, these things, they all have limitations. They had limitations back then, and they have limitations now. The old system has limits on it, and it was only in place, only in place until a new one can be established. Like God thought of everything. Again, my mind just continues to be blown because like he knew that that there were limits. He knew that there had to be a day when there would be a new covenant. So don't ever lose track of that. God thought of everything he thought of all the details I mean I remember saying back in Leviticus and even I think in Exodus God's in the details yeah like he's really in the details so but one of its limiting factors is Um, In the temple, in the old worship is it was built by human hands. And the text doesn't exactly say this, that it was limited because it was um, built by human hands. But what we do know is that Christ has entered the greater more perfect temper, Christ has entered the greater, more perfect tabernacle in heaven, which was not made by human hands and was not part of this created world. In this whole new system, he made an offering of his own body and blood on our behalf. It's an offering that never wears Mm -hmm. out. I mean, just think about in the Old Testament, those offerings, they wore out. But Jesus' blood was poured out for many, and in that moment, all, all, all who call on His name and into the future are atoned for. No more taking a goat or a bull to the priest, because the real thing in heaven had to be purified with far better sacrifices mm. than the blood of animals. Of course, of course it did. Far better. I mean, heaven is perfect. Perfect animals are not. And Christ's sacrifice is superior because according to the ESV study Bible, because the single offering of himself is sufficient for all his followers for all time. Since the foundation of the world alludes to the need for a sin offering ever since the fall of humanity, the author of Hebrews understands the present time to be an era when the end of the ages has been inaugurated by Christ's sacrificial death, even though it still awaits its consummation at Christ's return.
1: Mm-hmm. So. There's even better stuff coming, Michelle. Are you serious? Jesus is coming back. <gasps> We're going to be seeing a little bit glimpses of eternity as we get. I mean, it's not going to be too far now when we finish up That's and true. get to revolution, Revelation. That's true.
0: Oh, uh, <sighs> I can't wait for the day. Oh, good. Yes. I can't uh, wait for that day when we read through Revelation, but for the day when he comes back.
1: Mm-hmm. So good. Okay. So in Hebrews 10, the author continues to emphasize the contrast between the old covenant, which relied on repeated sacrifices of animals for the forgiveness of sins and the new covenant established through Jesus Christ. The chapter begins by stating that the old Testament sacrifices could never provide complete forgiveness or cleanse the conscience of the worshipers. So the author highlights that Jesus as the ultimate high priest Offered himself as a perfect once and for all sacrifice for the sins of humanity. This act of self sacrifice on the cross is seen as superior to the human sacrifices of the past atonement for sin. And Hebrews 10 encourages believers to again confidently draw near to God. Like Mm. this is a repeated thing in here. Because he's a high priest, we can confidently draw near. Now, because of the perfect sacrifice, we can confidently draw near. Having their hearts sprinkled clean from the evil conscience and their bodies washed with pure water, symbolizing spiritual purification through faith in Christ. Believers are urged to hold fast to their faith confession and encourage one another in love and good works. So this chapter warns against willful sin and apostasy emphasizing that there is no sacrifice for deliberate, persistent rejection of Christ's sacrifice. And if we have Christ Mm -hmm. in us and are are following Christ in us, we're not going to reject that. So Mm -hmm. don't do it. Um, Instead, there's a fearful expectation of judgment for those who reject the truth. And the author reminds readers of their past endurance, so reminds all of us of their past endurance and faith and encourages them to persevere in faith, which we're going to talk a lot about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically it underscores the significance of Jesus Christ as the ultimate high priest and the perfect sacrifice offering complete, like complete forgiveness and access to God for those who believe in him. Whatever is your worstest, worstest sin, complete, complete forgiveness. It also emphasizes the importance of faith, perseverance, and mutual encouragement among believers in the the trials they face, and in the temptations,
0: you know what I um, I really appreciate the, about this. Just as as I'm thinking through this, and this just popped into my head as I was listening to um, to you summarize in chapter ten, and that is that God is continually. I mean, well, the writer of Hebrews, but but throughout. All of the Bible, there's things that he continually brings up, and there and and mm-hmm. words are being used over and over again to imprint into our minds. Yeah, and um, and just he is the ultimate high priest. He's the better high priest. Like like the forgiveness of sins, the sacrifice, um, enduring for our faith, persevering in faith. All of these, they're. Like, it's just an imprint in our mind of, of what we need to know and how we need to hold tight to the cross.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah.
0: Well, we need to take a break. Um, and when we um, come back, we'll have the word of the day. Stay tuned. Okay,
1: the word of the day is Mediator. A mediator is a person who attempts to make people involved in a conflict come to an agreement. It's a go-between. So, Michelle, have you ever received an upgrade that completely transformed your experience? Like a flight upgrade?
0: Yeah, I got got upgraded to first class one time. It was the only
1: time, but it was amazing. Uh, So, yeah, the first time I flew, I didn't know this, but I was upgraded to first class. So John would travel a lot. And he's like he was talking about being so cramped. And I'm sitting there. They brought me water. Like <laughs> I'm like I don't even understand why he's complaining about. The next flight, I realized, oh, wait, this is how I people usually fly. I don't even know why that first time I was upgraded to first class, but I was. Um, and then I realized the cramped conditions, but In the book of Hebrews, we read about a divine upgrade that has changed the course of human history. So it's Mm. a better covenant on better promises, and there's a mediator like no other. So Hebrews 8, 6 says, but now he has obtained a more excellent ministry to the extent that he is also the mediator of a better covenant, which has been enacted on better promises. So this is a lot of better. This is way better than even first class is better. It's better, better. So this verse reveals that Jesus is not just a mediator, but a, the, the mediator of a superior covenant. So what does this mean for us in Hebrews nine, 13 through 15, we are provided with this profound explanation under the old system, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of heifer of a heifer could cleanse the people's holiness from ceremonial impurity. Just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our consciences from sinful deeds so that we can worship the living God. Like the point mm. we're, we're purified so we can worship God, like as we should have been this whole time for the power of the eternal spirit. Christ offered himself to God as a perfect sacrifice for our sins. That is why he is the one who mediates a new covenant between God and the people so that all who are called can receive the internal, eternal inheritance that God has promised him. So we can worship God better and we also get eternity, that inheritance that he has promised. For Christ died to set them free from the penalty of sins. They had committed under the first covenant. We read all that today. So in this new and better covenant, the blood of Jesus Christ, the son of God, cleanses us, not just externally, but internally. It purifies our consciousness. It sets us free from guilt and the power of sin. The blood of Christ has the power to transform us, to make us us new creations in him. So this is where the role of Jesus as a mediator becomes paramount. He is not just an intermediary. It's not just we can go to the throne through him. He's the bridge that connects Mm -hmm. us to God's forgiveness. His death on the cross was the ultimate sacrifice, the perfect offering that paid the price for our sins once and for all. done, As Hebrews 10 reminds us, every sacrifice made under the Mosaic law was like an IOU. Like It's like this is just holding them over until Jesus came, but now Jesus paid it all in full through his redemptive work. So how do we apply this? First, accept the grace. Christ's new covenant is based on grace, not works. Accept God's forgiveness and forgive others. Jesus has cleansed your conscience, so let go of the guilt and shame. I remember just... Times in my past, of Bible study, I felt so guilty and shameful for things in my past. And and someone said, like, do you believe Jesus died for all sins? I'm like, yeah, but you're still holding on to it. It's like we have to get rid of that guilt and shame knowing that he's cleansed us. And then live freely. Remember that Christ died to free you from sin, so don't mm. let sin rule over you. Like, we're mm. free, but don't let sin take yeah. control. And then worship confidently, pray and worship God boldly. You can reach him through Jesus, our mediator. And I love that. I never really, I I guess I was just so stuck on the part that we could approach the throne of grace, but now we can reach Christ at that throne of grace and Mm -hmm. worship him because Mm -hmm. Jesus is our mediator. And then share the gospel. As Jesus mediated the new covenant to us, we need to share this good news with others and spread the gospel. We have something amazing to share. It's like way better than a first class playing seat. Um, Jesus's so, better promises and eternal inheritance. Like we, we have so much to share. And that's why I love through this podcast, Michelle, that hopefully we're able to share it. Maybe someone just turned on a podcast and even know, and they're able to hear about Jesus's full forgiveness I mean that's just amazing yeah it is amazing
0: you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take us a, a different direction right now because um, just as I was going through summarizing my parts for today, this song just kept playing through my head and through my head and through my head because i just and and as as i looked up the words cuz i couldn't remember all the words i just remembered a few of the words you know how that goes when you're mm-hmm. you know thinking of an old old song and this is an old hymn and um and and just as i was looking up the words i was like oh this is the foundation. This is, Mm -hmm. this is, this is, this is the foundation. Um, Hebrews is helping us lay more foundation. And, and I mean, really we're laying a a very good foundation when we read the Bible. We're we're laying a foundation of knowledge. We're laying a foundation of love, of understanding, of patience. We're laying, we're laying the fruits of the spirit down is Mm -hmm. what we're, we're doing when we're, we're learning. And, um, but, the, the hymn, The Church's One Foundation, um, just really hit me because I was like, this is what we're learning in Hebrews. And, um, and so here's the words. I'm not going to sing it because it's a morning and my voice is crackly. But the church's one foundation is Jesus Christ, her Lord. She is his new creation by water and the word. From heaven, he came and sought her to be his holy bride. With his own love, he bought her and for her life, he died elect from every nation, yet one or all the earth, her charter of salvation, one Lord, one faith, one birth, one holy name she blesses, partakes one holy food, and to one hope she presses with every grace endued, mid toil and tribulation and tumult of her war, she waits with consummation of peace forevermore. So with the vision glorious, her longing eyes are blessed, and the great church victorious shall be the church at rest. Yet she on earth have union with God, the three in one, and mystic sweet communion with those whose we- rest is one. O oh, happy ones and holy, Lord, give us grace that we, like them, the meek and lowly, on high may dwell with thee. Mm. It's that, the foundation. I, it's about I Jesus being it. our mediator. It's about it's about Jesus. Um, it's 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 just about what Jesus came to do for his people. And because Jesus came, his church is bound together. And it's not just little churches here and there. It's the whole church. It's all the people that he came to save.
1: Yeah, I love that. From heaven he came and sought her. To be his holy bride, with his own blood, he bought her, and for her life, he died. Mm -hmm. It's so, like, the mediator isn't just access, it's the possibility that we can even be with God, that we can have eternity. It's amazing. It's just amazing that... um, I love that. I'm I'm just skimming over these lyrics. I'm like, ah, I want to go listen to that now. It's so <laughs> good. But Michelle, would you pray for us today? I will do God. that. Oh, Father God, we are so grateful that we have
0: a mediator in mm-hmm. Christ who has gone before us and who ushers us into your throne room. Father, we come before you today and we just bask in your holiness. We bask in, um, your knowledge, your perfect knowledge, and we bask in your perfect plan. And we just thank you so much that you love us so much that you paved a way so that we could um, just bow our heads before you and sit here and just marvel at, at all that you've put together for us. This foundation, this strong, strong foundation that our lives are built on, is because of you. And we thank you, Father. I pray, Father, that if someone is listening today that needs a mediator, Mm -hmm. Lord, that you would just lift their head and you would remind them that they have the perfect mediator. They have the best mediator out there, and they just need to call on his name. Father, we thank you that you have um, paved the way for us, that you love us. Help us Father, to love you. Help us to be bold in how we share Mm -hmm. about our mediator as we go about our days. If it's with our kids, if it's with our spouses, if it's with the clerk at the grocery store, Mm -hmm. if it's with a friend we meet for lunch, help us to be bold as we share about you. Put that seed in us. Mature that seed in us. We thank you, Lord. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we are sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the Word and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one year chronological Bible that we are using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes. You can even find it in the Kindle format. Also, in the show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading plan that we are following. So, tomorrow we are reading Hebrews 11 and Hebrews 12. And I want to take a moment here to thank the team at life audio life audio is the place for christian podcasts listen to daily devotionals or conversations around the culture and find encouragement for a weary heart or a weary soul lifeaudio.com the place to go to strengthen your walk with god and we will see you here
1: tomorrow bye-bye